Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used or just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech Podcast and the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference coming very soon to Dallas, Texas, February 16th, 17th, and 18th. And I'm talking to Felipe Wigochea uh, from Crypto Monedas TV. Felipe, how are you doing? Doing great, Richard. Thank you for having me today. Really yeah. excited. Looking forward to the conference. It's going to be, we have been promoting it as the Super Bowl of Bitcoin. I think it's going to be a, a remarkable event and a great opportunity for your listeners to hear firsthand of what's going on in the crypto space. Uh, great opportunities for networking, getting firsthand information of what's going on in the, in projects, people who are like really doing things, not just reading about it uh, by by third party. So it's going to be a great opportunity and congratulations. It has been a massive success. It's oversold and uh, then you had to put an additional uh, location for the overflow of participants. So congratulations on that effort. Yeah, no, thank you. It's uh, It's been crazy. So what's, um, what's been new with uh, Crypto Monedas? Over the past few months, you know, we talked a few months ago. I wanted to get an update for listeners. What's the yes, new topics uh, that you guys are talking about? Yeah, it's been it's been uh, uh, a really remarkable couple of months uh, in terms of growth. I mean, we have been growing like uh, crazy. Our audience in uh, mainly Latin America and Europe and here in the U.S. with the Latino community, uh, they have been uh, pushing me to start a local event. So we're we're designing uh, like a, a meetup uh, ambassador program so we can start uh, spreading the word about uh, cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin and all this uh, technology. So we're starting like local events. We, uh, we are launching our Roku uh, platform in the next couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, it's been uh, amazing, amazing growth. There's a lot of uh, uh, curiosity and there's a lot of uh, uh, need for the community, the, the Spanish-speaking world to get involved and, and get uh, mainly uh, with the same focus of uh, protecting wealth. I mean, it, it's unfortunate, mm. but most of uh, the Latin American countries have been subject for a very long time to very uh, irresponsible uh, uh, monetary policies, uh, major, major inflation, uh, drop of value, uh, erosion of the uh, currency value. So people are, are looking for alternatives to uh, preserve uh, their wealth, to pers- uh, preserve their their uh, right to 
uh, make their own decisions. So it's been mm. uh, it's been fascinating being an, at the center of all this. Uh, there's one of the topics that has been um, getting gaining a lot of interest uh, is the the topic of regulation. Uh, we've seen uh, several governments trying to uh, regulate, establish some uh, frameworks on how to deal with all this. Right. And I think it's it's really fascinating that uh, as much as we talk about uh, prices and the bubble and the markets and all that stuff, it's uh, not only uh, financial uh, regulations that are being challenged by this technology, but regulation itself. The, the, the uh, okay, regulatory bodies are trying to make... Uh, make something out of all this uh, uh, opportunity that is uh, suddenly open for anyone to participate without permission, mm. without uh, banking licenses, without regulation. So it, it is fascinating to, to, to observe that. Well, I got a question for you from earlier. You talked about uh, protecting people's wealth, you know, in, in Spanish-speaking countries. What about a pathway to become wealthy in the first place? Is that even there? Or is well, that yeah. not an option for most people in those countries? Well, it is. It is kind. Of, they they come together, and and one of the first thing uh, things that people are doing is protecting what what they already have. So that mm. that's a big one. And okay. uh, of course, you see uh, mainly people who are a little bit more educated with more uh, understanding of technology. Of course, they are taking advantage of the opportunity first. Um, but you see uh, just everyday people making uh, not only uh, preserving their, their wealth, but uh, you have like a massive community, for example, in the Steemit platform, which is a social networking platform that allows you to uh, generate uh, a cryptocurrency uh, by posting, by participating in the community. I mean, they have a massive, massive audience in, in Latin America, and people are making oh, wow. sure. earning cryptocurrency by posting sharing their experience uh travel blogs uh you name it there's there's a lot of uh ways of uh in which people are are uh making uh money increasing their uh earning uh, power and once they make that money uh, they're not uh, uh trading it for fiat uh, local currency or they they're saving actually uh, for example, in, in uh, Steam, they, they they are using that as their savings account, and so yeah, we, we see a, a, a real potential for economic uh, revolution, and a lot of governments are are aware of that. Uh, Mexican government is trying to uh, pass uh, some somehow restrictive uh, uh, regulation, uh, but again, they can only regulate what is in their territory, so. Right, they can right. ban local exchanges, for example. They can enforce some action against businesses taking uh, cryptocurrency, but that leaves way open the door for people tra uh, transacting uh, among themselves, which is basically the, the whole idea, the whole notion of a peer-to-peer -peer cash system is that people can do business with whomever they choose to without these uh, uninvited uh, third parties that are lurking uh, all over the place, and we've well, seen. Well, that's what's been uh, happening. You see, in China, when they crack down, local bitcoins explodes. In India, same thing. And in all the countries where the government cracks down, people just sidestep it and go to uh, local trading peer to peer. Yeah, they 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 go to peer to peer, and also the 
the bigger uh, money, the capital flow really fast. I mean, we saw the last uh, attempt of the of a crackdown in China. All that trading volume moved to either uh, Japan, uh, Korea, and we've seen oh, that. Yeah. Like it, it's like the the guacamole uh, game. <laughs> like uh, I mean, we if if you remember the last couple of months, it was first India. And then, yep. then all that mo- volume moved to China, and that was China, and that volume moved to Japan and South Korea, and then uh, the uh, regulatory attempts of uh, miners in China. I mean, miners are migrating to Canada, so mm-hmm. it's like that's that's what is so challenging for for authorities. Uh, uh, some some quick uh, anecdote. Someone sent me yesterday a a, a recording of, of a very uh, alarming voicemail that someone left about Bitcoin and regulation and all that stuff. And yeah. I, I, I was telling this, this this person, well, just think about it. They would have to shut down the Internet as a whole to stop stuff like uh, Bitcoin. It, it's like email. You cannot shut down email. There's no email office where you go and issue a subpoena. There's, there's thousands of email servers all over the world. You can install an email server in 15 minutes, uh, so you cannot shut down email in the same way you cannot yeah. shut down the cryptocurrencies. Uh, so in that regard, they're, they're away from the regulatory uh, enforcement. I mean, they can issue, they, every government has the right to issue whatever uh, legislation they see fit, but when you come to the enforcement part, then there's no way, there's no practical way that any government can inform enforce a total ban on cryptocurrency and people are what's, understanding um, this power okay great what, what's your um you know I, I i for some reason i just look to you as like all the news on central and, and south america you know i don't know i just that's how i see you what's your opinion on uh venezuela wanting to do the petrodollar or even oh, on uh, oh, yeah, you know, let me let me get don't get me started on that well it's it's been I mean, every single day we're having uh, a live broadcast uh, on YouTube, on uh, YouNow, on Facebook uh, a couple of times a week. And it's a, a recurring theme. And, of course, you cannot talk about uh, money without talking about politics. And uh, it's kind of a divisive within uh, Venezuela. But when you look at uh, all the context in which uh, the – I mean – just just to get started, it was issued a decree of the creation of a cryptocurrency. Just let that sink in for a moment. So by decree, the government of Venezuela is trying to issue a cryptocurrency. Right. Now, they're issuing a ERC-20 token, allegedly is backed by oil reserves. Mm-hmm. And then we go to the question, well, okay, you have the oil reserves, but you have no technology and no no way to really extract that oil. That's the first one. Oh. Second, the uh, the cryptocurrency it's 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 debt. It's uh it's government debt that you're acquiring if you are naive enough to buy that thing. You're you're acquiring debt that is backed by the Venezuelan government nonetheless, which allegedly right. is the same thing backing uh, the Bolivar, right? Yep. So you see the Bolivar it's it's uh it has been like devastated in the last ten years, so 
you basically you have a, an offering of a you know, cryptocurrency backed by the same people that destroyed uh, Venezuelan economy in the last decade. So uh, a lot of people are are like really upset with the Venezuelan government for this move, and mainly because they're not taking Bolivars, believe it or not. So if you want to sure. participate in the ICO, you have to use either uh, other cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Ethereum. Uh, you can you do euro uh, wire transfers, but they're not taking their own currency. So that that should tell that's you terrible. a lot. That's that's, that's crazy. Now the so other do the thing, people do the people see through this, or do do, do some people yeah. feel like, or is it uh, yeah? What is the, the the on the ground? What do people think? Like you know, to hell I mean, with you. Uh, uh, people in Venezuela are really upset about this. I mean, they have like uh, really. We we posted something. Uh, uh, the the president of Venezuela had a, a live uh, Facebook stream announcing uh, the Petro, and he was pounded by people who were really upset uh, by not only by the move but by the delusion that is behind this uh, announcement and uh, the. Uh, it's a slap in the face for the Venezuelan people. They're compromising their oil, which is not the government's oil. It's, it's the, it belongs to the country, not to the president. So basically, he's compromising those oil reserves, which have been previously, I mean, in, previously have been compromised to the uh, Chinese government. So it's, it's all that they already owe to someone. So they issue this uh, ERC-20 token, uh, we haven't seen the contract, uh, the smart contract. Uh, I don't think they have ma made it public yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if they had like this uh, admin uh, uh, owner privileges in the contract, which other projects have done that allow right. allow them to cancel specific balances, uh, to block accounts, to reverse transactions. I mean, they... they well, I'm sure it's, it's, it's just a ruse for them to raise a bunch of money and then they could always say, oh, sorry, the crypto's gone. You know, yeah, it, it just we, seems we like got a pure hacked. scam. <laughs> we got hacked. Uh, and right. and yeah. the other thing is, let's talk about the exchanges. Let's let's assume that you're naive enough to buy the, the Petro and then you get your tokens. I mean, which ex exchange you think is going to list uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that kind of instrument? I mean, no exchange. Right. I mean, no decent exchange will list it. They're not going to touch it with a 10-foot pole. So maybe you, you would have like a small exchange in, 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 in Russia or maybe in North Korea or I don't know, some uh, like very obscure exchange. Maybe some in China will, will dare to list it. But I mean, in the Western world, forget it. I mean, that would be a violation of the economic embargo and because it's it's debt, it's government debt. There's nothing else uh, behind that, and um, so yeah, it it is it is a, a very uh, heated topic. Um, but um, most people, especially those who have been uh, in the ecosystem for a little bit, they they see right through it. It's like yeah, this is a, a, a government-run scam uh, ICO. There's no. Uh, technology and at the end of the day you're putting your trust in the Venezuela government to who's backing that currency so that's that's insane by 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 any any measure to to do that willingly i mean if you're in Venezuela and you have no choice but uh 
putting your trust in your government, well, that's bad luck. But by optionally backing that government, I think it's it's crazy by, by, by any stretch of the imagination. And there's another component, which is, is the, the amount of delusion on the uh, official propaganda and uh, uh, how they're managing all this. Uh, one of the, they, they made a, an official statement from the president saying that the, the boom in the cryptocurrency market uh, was because of his announcement of the petro, that it was that the cause of the boom in the cryptocurrency market. Now, in these current conditions, what we've seen in, in the last couple of days is that uh, the markets are, are dropping, and now the official position is that the markets are dropping because people are selling their cryptocurrencies to buy Petro. So that's the official propaganda yeah. message. So I think the, the component the, the, the component of delusion is, is, is uh, beyond what I've seen from any uh, government regarding cryptocurrency by far. And we have you, what about, we've um, seen a lot. I mean, Russia is saying they want to do the crypto ruble. You know, several governments around the world are saying something similar. I mean, Venezuela is probably the most brazen and most corrupt. But do you think the same fate would befall uh, the U.S. if they did, you know, a Fed dollar or, or Russia with a crypto ruble or other countries? Well, there's there's two two parts of, 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 of that uh, scenario. The first one is that in reality, most uh, economies in the Western world are digital currencies already. They, they, what you see, there's no transfer of uh, actual money. It's just a database with uh, balances being updated. So we already have that. And the other thing is there's no real difference on a currency that is backed by a government. So that concept of a cryptocurrency provides no real solution to anything at all. Uh, the only reason why you would want a blockchain is because you need that decentralization, you need that uh, censorship resistance. So if you have an instrument that is issued by a government, whether you call it a cryptocurrency or a e-dollar or a, a permissions ledger, uh, makes no real sense. It's not solving anything other than probably catching on some wind of the, all the uh, euphoria and all the excitement that is the, these technologies is bringing along. But seriously, if you're a government, what's the need of having a decentralized currency when all right. your uh, economic and your, uh, your influence resides on the very fact that you control the currency? There's, there's no other... Uh, there's there's no other reason for them to put a, a crypto a currency, a national cryptocurrency, than uh, trying to catch some wind or, or trying to uh, leverage this uh, movement, maybe increase some reserves, as, as uh, Venezuela is doing. Probably there's going to be some other country that attempts to do the same, to raise some uh, uh, unofficial debt or unauthorized debt. In, in case of Venezuela, it's not even approved by the National Assembly, but um, you can see those attempts. And also there's some similar th uh, attempts in, in, in uh, the non-government uh, environment. There's people trying to uh, raise these national currencies. We've seen uh, there's a, a, a crypto uh, peseta, I think it's the name, in Spain, and there's a, a, a couple of other currencies that people 
from that country are trying to push as a national currency, which uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me to have like uh, it's it's meaningless to have like a crypto peso or a crypto uh, uh, sol or a crypto crucero. It makes no sense for me to have this this national um, identity attached to a currency because mm. the te this technology allows us to do the exact opposite. We we separate money and state and and that national identity is deeply rooted in in the the notion of state as as modern state as we know it now and uh we we see that also being fractured and being challenged uh, uh nationalistic uh uh movements uh, uh all over the world in in Catalonia in Spain uh for example they they're challenging that notion of of state so i think it's it's really uh, uh, fascinating, and from a technological standpoint, a national currency—they're not providing any any value to the technology. They are not providing any value to their citizens. And and honestly, to run a national currency, to run a, a state-backed currency, it's a very inefficient way to do it. Because at the end of the day, they're not going to do a permissionless uh, ledger or uh, immutable transactions, of course not. That's that's the whole point of uh, issuing your own currency as a country. You have control of it. So they're going to yes. have like okay. a, a blockchain, like kind of blockchain with centralized nodes controlled by the government. And so it's going to be like a, a government-run ripple or something like that. Okay. Well, very good, Felipe. So uh, last question for now. What What's on your roadmap for the next six months to a year, what big projects are you guys working on? Is it just getting more meetups going or, you know, what, what else do you guys have in the hopper? Well, uh, following your example, we're shooting to, uh, for a, a big uh, conference at the end of the year. We, we, we're trying to put together a big event here in the U.S. Uh, for the Latino community. And uh, we're figuring out some uh, logistical details. Uh, originally, we thought about uh, September 15 and 16, which is the Mexican Independence Day, but I, I continue with the meetups, uh, uh, reaching out in different platforms. We're going to be experimenting in a couple of other platforms to increase our reach and uh, just keep uh, putting the word out of what's possible, what the technology brings, making people aware that uh, they can take advantage of this. Uh, to preserve their wealth, to increase their wealth, and 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 to keep their uh, a fundamental freedom of choosing who they do business with, in which terms, uh, and freeing them from this uh, uh, very uh, heavy burden that most of uh, countries in Latin America have been suffering for decades—a very uh, inefficient. Uh, uh, government, uh, a very, in most cases, very corrupt government, a very uh, abusive uh, banking system. Uh, we we didn't have chance to talk about the banking system in Latin America, but I mean, one of the biggest sources of income for uh, the the uh, BBA group is commissions, banking commissions. It's not loans, it's not credit cards, it's just commissions in Mexico. They charge outrageous commissions for handling your account, for checking your balance, for using ATMs, for not having money, for having money, to going. I mean, it's crazy the amount of money that they make just 
on commissions alone. So people have the chance to free themselves of this uh, this system and take control of their money, take control of their future, and be part of something that uh, we're only getting started. I mean, what what we see in in, in development going on this year is going to be amazing in terms of development. And uh, there's a lot of projects. There's a lot of um, uh, uh, things going on in the community that uh, I think it, it's going to be uh, an amazing year to be involved in this uh, sector. Well, very good, Felipe. So what's the best way for people to find out more about Crypto Monedas or your other uh, publications or meetups or things like that? Well, if they if they uh, go to youtube.com slash Crypto Monedas TV, that's our, our, our home base. That, that's where we, we post most of our activity, but we're active uh, in Twitter, in Facebook, on Steemit. So if they look up for Crypto, Moned- Crypto Monedas TV, they they're gonna find us really quick. And just to be clear, so it's C R I P T O M O N E D A S T V. Yeah, it's uh, crypto is with uh, I as in Idaho, because it's in Spanish. Okay, all right. I just want to make sure we got it. So, all right, very good, Felipe. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you coming on the podcast, and looking forward to seeing you soon. Thank you. Thank you very much for having us. The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.